it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. They're coming to get you, Barbara. He's sick. Why is he using one to me? Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Hello, welcome to the 404 Films Podcast. I'm Carl. I'm Sive. And this episode, if you're listening to this, if we got our dates right, I think this is the Halloween special coming to you on, ooh, I hope it's on Halloween night. Maybe it's on Halloween Eve. Yeah, it's either going to be Halloween night or Halloween Eve. It um, just depends when we get it done, because <laughs> it's probably going to be a long one. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about tonight because we're talking about the Halloween series. As we promised in our very first episode, we're actually going yeah. through with it. We almost didn't yeah. because it's so much work and it was painstaking to watch every movie in this series. From 1 to 11, even including the Rob Zombie versions as well. Like, Jesus Christ. There's 11 <laughs> of them. Oh my God. And there's so many like storylines. How? how is there that many storylines in it, you know? Yeah, this year they got lazy after like the fourth or the fifth one. They just started fucking making shit up on the actual. On the fly. Yeah, like on the fly. Yeah. The way we were going to do this was that we were going to talk in detail about each of them but i don't think anyone wants to listen to that i don't think no. we, i don't think <laughs> we want to do that there's so much stuff out there that you can like everyone's talked about these movies in detail so you know you can check them out but um i remember just watching some of the work like the bad ones to get started and writing very kind of detailed notes doing like almost reviews of them and i was like i, I don't know if i can I don't know if I can stomach this, you know, I don't know if I can do this. I don't think anyone wants to hear that, nor do I want to do it. So we're going to talk, I don't want to say briefly, but we're going to talk kind of about the whole series more as a whole and kind of pick some of our favorites and maybe go through them. Are we going through them one by one? Yeah, I think I'm going to rank like my top five favorite ones because there's 11 and i really did not like all 11 for sure and i think that if you're as mad about the halloween and michael myers series as we are don't think you've probably enjoyed a lot of them either because they were just you know they just they probably just were able to get funding and they just went on a roll with just making a they fuck load of them money, so yeah. yeah i'm surprised there's more friday the 13th movies just to make another comparison every time we're on this podcast when we're when we're doing it i feel like we're just shitting on that series as well friday the 13th and i'm waiting for like hate mail i'm waiting for people to come at us and 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 complain why we don't like it but i i do like it it's just i'm shocked that there's more movies friday the 13th movies than there is halloween halloween you can guarantee there'll be a halloween every year until 2020 Usually until they're... fucking 2020 and halloween gets cancelled which i want to cry like ah they should make a poster for the new one i'm not sure if they did but it's like uh the whole tagline is you know the night he came home halloween 2020 the night he stayed in you know the night, yeah. like that. <laughs> i just maybe we should start just talking like a little brief personal account of why we're um in love with this in love with this series i guess like i'm in love with the series because as a kid i thrived on being scared and i loved all this kind of stuff and then when i found it and i loved halloween as a kid i loved the whole dress up the whole spooky side of things i love ghosts all that kind of stuff so then when i heard that there was a halloween movie jesus i shit my pants and i was like this is the best thing ever and uh the first actually the first film i watched was the rob zombie one and i was disgusted I was I was a kid, but not that I was disgusted. I wasn't a big prude as a child, but I was just like, 
I, I know. I mean, be... you don't have to be a prude to be offended by that movie. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. I thought it was a bit, like, fucking weird. So then well, I was like, I don't know. I just wasn't, I wasn't happy. I was like, what the fuck? I eventually found the Halloween John Carpenter in 1978. And I was like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. This was, this, that was like my journey on the Halloweens. And then I managed to watch number two. And then I was so into it that I already knew that Halloween three wasn't Michael Myers. actual Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. So I never watched it. I just skipped it. I was like, no, fuck that. Michael Myers isn't in it. Fuck that. I'm not watching it. So I went on to four, loves four, five, six. Seven, eight, then nine and ten. We're considering the Rob Zombie remakes, ones. Yeah, yeah, the remakes, and then the eleven is the twenty eighteen version. Yeah, when Michael comes home. Yeah, that's yeah. like yeah. That's I mean I I was kind of into horror movies already. I remember catching the end of the the whole end sequence on TV once as a kid with my dad and being like, oh, this is interesting. Not really knowing what it is. My first kind of main exposure was just getting free ones in the newspaper around Halloween. We got the fourth one in the newspaper and then we got the fifth one the next year and i remember watching those and being like i like these but it wasn't like didn't they were just good horror movies i enjoyed it didn't sink in properly until i was like in france with my dad on a holiday and he just bought h2o the french copy of it to watch that night off his laptop or something and i remember just thinking this is amazing you know what like i just the character of michael myers just the whole thing of that he's this impending doom latched on to me and then the next day on that holiday i found for like two euro a french copy of the original movie and sat down no and watched way it. oh man and i was like as a kid i was just again blown away i was just like he is one of the like it's weird to describe a like a this type of character as cool but like he was like the coolest kind of horror villain I thought because he was he was like Freddy with like Freddy's funny but he is just he's impending and he ain't gonna stop you know that kind of thing exactly there's there's no there's no like you just said that there's no stopping him but he's just he's invincible yeah that's the that's the thing and it's so fucking scary that you can't get him you can't kill him when you think the films are supposed to be finished he obviously goes back into his um locked up in his smith's grove and or he goes into hibernation or something that's actually a good point before we kind of get into any kind of movie the smith's grove thing i have to say this and i'm sure other people have pointed this out but i kind of only realized that on this rewatch when i was watching the fourth one and that's when they rebooted the series and everything and they were wheeling him out of the hospital and he gets back up it's like you're transporting him like three days away from halloween why does he always get transferred near halloween it happens yeah. in the first one it happens in the fourth one it happens in the in the reboot no not the reboot the um the 2018 one stop yep. transferring him around I halloween know. just, just yeah. let him do it in spring do it at christmas you know exactly like and because apparently from watching the fifth movie apparently he he knocks out for the whole year he apparently goes to bed. He goes so, to hibernation, which yeah, i think is hibern- a very scary idea though i think that's i that, quite enjoy that you know that kind of it was only rewatching it again when I because I have seen that movie like many times when but more when I was younger because I haven't rewatched rewatched it in a, in a while. But number five, the fact that he like hibernates for a whole year that is fucking like that it's means hilarious. like he's in it. He's 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 another entity. Like he is not human. Yeah, and I I I like the fact that he can put himself at the at the like the the click of his fingers into a comatose state that people yeah. that's why people can think he's dead and everything you know that's i thought that was quite cool i thought it was a lot more 
scary that he's out in a cave somewhere in a shack waiting till Halloween rather than he's in he's in prison I like the 2018 version the fact that that's a direct sequel to the first one and I like it takes place right after well not right after it takes place 40 years later but it's a direct sequel to that first one where after he disappears after falling from the balcony it follows that story but the fact that in the context of the new one he just gets arrested immediately so it's like the end of the 1978 version is oh my god he got away but in the 2018 one it's like no no he just wandered down the street and then passed out and then they arrested him and he's been in jail ever since it completely ruins his kind of uh boogeyman kind of nature that like he can he just disappears all the time you know would it not have been scarier and given the Laurie character who's now become a um doomsday kind of prepper would it not have given her more weight if michael did disappear and yeah it, and exactly it, it would heighten everything that like judy greer's character her daughter would have more weight of being like no you're you're crazy because this man yeah is definitely dead because he was shot six times or seven times whatever mm-hmm. it was and he disappeared but you know he's he's never going to come back he's too old now rather than oh no he still exists and he's in jail it's that why does Lori turn around and say no no like 40 years this later the tonight's night. the night tonight's the night he's coming back that's so much yeah. scarier than oh he's in jail we can go see him you know like he's almost like a charles manson character where the podcasters come to see him and i just didn't think it had the same weight we met through college but we had met like in Halloween, the height of the new kind of Halloween buzz because it was coming out yeah. of the cinema when we had met. That's true. So, yeah, that was 2018. So, yeah. So for me to see him in the cinema in any capacity was cool. And I really did enjoy that movie. Like um, Judy Greer, I, I think she was so fucking good. And and, and Jamie Lee was great. In it. And um, the new guy they had to play him. Um, I'm not too sure about the new guy who plays Michael, but uh, he's a stuntman from Buffy. He, oh. he was fantastic as, as Michael. He was he was scary in it, like, you know? He was freaky. Yeah, no, he was... He had the right movements. No, be, I'm pretty sure they got um, Nick Castle as well to play. Yeah, I, the think, I think they did yeah. it, like, that thing with Chewie, though, for the Star Wars movies, where it was kind of like a bit of a publicity thing, where he was there for a few shots, but not for the real... I know the stuntman played him when the mask wasn't on him. And I did think they had Michael without his mask far too much in the movie. And, and a weird thing... I don't know why it bothers me. Michael being a balding bothered me for some reason. I feel like that man I, should have a full head of hair. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. That made me feel really strange because it made me think of him as the guy from Saw. Can't remember your man from Saw. Yeah, Tobin Bell. Was. But um, that actor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, he did if, look a bit like him. A little bit, yeah. It was, yeah. Too like, it was too like him for me. And I was like, oh, that kind of ruined it a little bit yeah. in the cubicles when he's getting the girl, yeah. like the podcaster girl. Yeah. But I still, I still like that movie. I, I wrote my fucking dissertation about that movie. So no, it's 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 really good. And like they did this great thing of having off-screen kills, but when you did, you saw the body, they were very gory, and it was like this kind of really cool compromise of like the the Halloween movies aren't very gratuitous unless they're the Rob Zombie ones where they're I don't know what they're fucking insane, you know. But um, yeah, when you kind of do an off-screen kill, you live up to it by having this good bit of gore you know and i thought his kills in the movie were very good i just think he was very scary but um they made michael quite quite bumbling in a way that he didn't really know where he was going or what he was doing so like they had that really bad doctor subplot which i think almost ruined the movie for me even though i like it it was with the little pen he has the little (laughs) the little knife pen which is like a cartoon you know 
Doctor, get back in the car! You killed him. He's dead. Stand back. No. I'm still gonna blow this motherfucker's brains out. Leave my patients alone. Yeah, no, I get you because it kind of got lost in my memory of the Halloween 2018. I didn't really remember that part of the film. You, re you so repressed it. So it didn't... It. Yeah, I probably did because that it's the same with Halloween 5 when they bring in that fucking... The Man in Black. Cold yeah. thing, The Man in Black. I mean, they literally just wrote... They didn't even write that bit into the script. That he just films that... They just filmed that on the actual day, just out of the blue. We're just like, yeah, let's add this in. It's going to add more depth to the film. Like, what the fuck? That's just bizarre. It bizarre. Was, it was every, I just got laughs in the cinema when I saw it, you know? Yeah. There's a few things yeah. that unfortunately got laughs that they shouldn't have, but I think they were missteps anyway. Because like, the whole scene with the doctor and him and the, there's a poli the, the police officer character who I thought they were building up to be Laurie's ex-husband, but he wasn't runs michael down and that's michael out michael doesn't sit up the doctor saves michael yeah it's so bizarre because if the doctor hadn't intervened michael would have been shot and killed there's your villain gone it's when michael needs his hand held for the entire time it's like well michael kills the podcasters in the open like he's in, supposed in to be inevitable an hour yeah like if he's meant to be the and it's also they cut out the brother and sister thing if if michael just points to laurie's door and is like you i i want you and i'm latching onto you it would have been better that oh it just by fate he meets her again it's it's not the fate should be though i've chosen you it's my fate to kind of have you in in some weird kind of capacity of like you know yeah i would have preferred the brother and sister plot because it would have made more sense like when they said that they were getting rid of that plot i was like why like it's so in-depth into the series i don't know it just made more sense to me when rob zombie remade it as well he he took the brother and sister thing but that was never yeah. the intention i first had the same reaction i was like i'm not sure about this but then i kind of thought to myself look the 2018 one is basically halloween h2o just 20 years later you know what i mean so it's like they should have just called it H40, really, you know? But yeah. if you want a conclusion to the brother and sister one, H2O is a good one before they ruined it in Resurrection. Don't even get me started oh, on least... Resurrection. I didn't even watch that again. Like, I couldn't watch that again. It was fucking awful. Awful. Like, I watched it later on. Like, when I was when I was younger, when I was, like, re-watching all the Halloween series and I realized that there was a number eight. And, oh, fuck fuck me that's a fucking bad one like it's actually they basically just like they try to modernize it and it just ruins the whole the whole feeling of halloween it's all in those early was... webcams early 2000s yeah and, and jamie yeah. lee gets killed in the first 20 minutes exactly yeah when she's in an asylum like for fuck's sake it ruined it, h2o I just... as well which i quite liked yeah h2o was pretty good but, but I think they, they I heard that it was all planned that was all set up that the end of H2O Michael gets his head cut off and it's really a great yeah. moment where you're like oh shit you know that's cool but it was the whole thing about he Michael switched bodies with him and uh, the paramedic they say they had it planned and I, I do believe them that they had a plan since H2O but Jamie Lee Curtis said no let's end it that, that let the audience think Michael's dead but it still doesn't make sense to me because she kicks the shit out of him in that last sequence and he sits up in his kind of way of sitting up. If this is some guy that he put in his place to take the fall for him, it's like, how are you sitting up like that? How are you taking this amount of punishment? You know what I mean? This is insane, you know? They really, they really like fucked up the plots. Oh, man. I really enjoyed the second film as well. 
Halloween too. I, I watched. I the, really liked that. Watched it recently, and I really, I think it's one of the best performances of Michael. He is very. Uh, he walks. There's a really funny scene. It's very. It's very scary though. Where he just walks through plate glass at such a slow speed. But yeah, it, yeah it's. So I good. saw that. Yeah, I remember that. It's so funny. Yeah, and the guy who plays him has um in that movie has such a great name. His name is Dick Warlock. Now oh. that is one of the best names I think in cinema history. He plays one of the lead androids in Season of the Witch. Very cool stuntman. Another film that you said you enjoyed. I was shocked I when it. I watched this. I was shocked that you said you liked it when I watched this because I only watched it like this week because I oh I never watched it because I knew it had nothing to do with actual Halloween because I heard when I was younger that they just that John Carpenter and Deborah Hill just gave them the name but you know who the director was Tommy Lee Wallace he was the production designer and the editor for the first film so obviously that was a very low budget one but I like Season of the Witch now I hated it as a child because um there's this really weird thing because I got H2O and I got the first one in France I have these French copies of the DVDs that have the French subtitles but then I went to like a GameStop and buy the second one and the third one when I was back in Ireland when I was in Dublin somehow managed to buy two French copies of them though that were being sold off in that place and the third box the box for the third one had Michael plastered all over it and I was like okay I'll buy it and my dad was like hmm, I'm not sure if he's in this one but he's, he's all over the box so I bought it anyway and when I did watch it I was like oh this is shite this was as a child you know and even getting like trolled by there's a scene in the movie where they're watching Halloween 1 on TV the immortal classic followed by the big giveaway at 9 but I was over time I just kind of enjoyed it for what it was because it's so fucking insane it's about an Irish witch who builds a bunch of androids to melt a bunch of kids heads and a bunch of bugs like how does that how, how did you not find any of that appealing the bad guy in it was cool he was so cool no, I just, I don't know what it was about the film. I was like, this is just shockingly He shocking. was Irish. He was Irish, I though. Know. I know. The whole town was fucking Irish. And the, the, the accents were so funny. He's actually Irish, though, I'm pretty sure. He's the he's the guy in Robocop as well. But he said Samhain the right way as well. He didn't say Sam oh, Hain. Yeah. Oh, Sam Hain. Whole... And they said Sam Hain in the second Halloween. They did. They, they said, had Donald Pleasant. They saw it on the board. Yeah. yeah. That bit was Sam very Hain. cheesy. What is that? I thought that was very cheesy in the second movie. Why would he care if it, like... Yeah, and why wouldn't they have said it right? Why wouldn't they have said it the right way? Anyways. I think it's an American thing that they pronounce it that way, but I thought your man's speech in the third one... What's his name? Cochran in it? Cochran, yeah. The rivers would run red with the blood of animals and children. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. And I just thought that was very cool. And then his whole, like, the kid's head melting and the snake comes out of it. Oh, I hated that. That was, like, I get my, I get the appeal, but I think I just, it was really horrible. Like, it was scary. Like, I get, I, I can see why you liked that part of it, but oof. There's, there's stuff in it that's not good either. There's some cheesy moments. I heard a lot of people speak out about the Tom Atkins uh, love scene, the main character with the girl. And it's just a bit, it's, it's a bit uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, it it was uncomfortable and it was really uncalled for as well. It was just like the fact not that needed, he's yeah. married. It was so not needed. The fact that he was married 
and it was just so awkward it was really badly acted technically as well. like, he was divorced so he was in the clear there but it's not excusable oh, was for he? him preying on somebody who's just lost their dad you know yeah and the, the fact that he was fucking the other the one of the doctors in the yeah, hospital like the as well like, that was so stuff. yeah yeah, yeah that was, was so weird the nurse like, and everything yeah yeah no he was really cheap i didn't like his character at all like he was really just like just going around just thinking with his dick yeah <laughs> basically like oh do you want me like well. he was being yeah 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 exactly he was being so like sheepish being like oh do you want me to like you yeah, know, yeah, yeah get my own room oh it made me cringe so bad because i was like this i just feel like i'm just like intruding yeah, in something yeah. that i don't want to know don't about wanna, don't want to be weird. like i don't want to be witness to this you know i can see where the movie failed though because they wanted to turn it into like an anthology and, and obviously by making the sequel michael had come back in one degree but to talk about the first the second one again michael's not coming back after the end of that movie and and there's i have problem like i like the second one i have some serious issues with it too though to get technical really? about it, like this a very cool looking shot when michael's bleeding out his eyes yeah yeah to get kind of technical laurie like shoots him twice in each eyeball it, the, the bullet would go through his head or something like it wouldn't it, it wouldn't just create a very cool looking shot and and then he burns to death he's gone he, how did they bring him back and then donald pleasance as well as dr loomis he was beside one of the tanks he would have been obliterated but they both come back in the fourth one and and i just i do love the like the the mood of that second movie though it does feel like the part of the first one and the hospital setting at the skeleton crew is very yeah. cool and then it ends with mr sandman which i always loved that they were in all the movies i thought it was very yeah. cool and h2o it, it opens up with that was it h2o it's not it's not uh, yeah it's, it's h2o it? and the nurse because they bring the nurse back from the first one who gets who gets killed in the opening and joseph gordon levitt's in that too and he gets the the ice hockey um skate what yeah like so he was like been working since he was a little kid and he was in like the tv show third rock from the sun but i think he was yeah. trying to do different things and he's literally just in the opening of this in a very kind of funny kind of scene and then he gets murdered in a, like the best kind of uh, kill i think in the in the in that particular movie all right let's not anyone mess with me here jimmy been suspended five times this year already for getting a little crazy with the skate all right I remember in that movie as well, Laurie is driving her car and Mr. Sandman comes on the radio and she kind of stops and looks at the radio and switches it off. And I was always like, I I don't think you have any context because it was played like non-diegetically. <laughs> it just ended the movie like it it had... Unless it wasn't it, actually played in the film. <laughs> unless just the, the lyrics actually kind of made, reminded her of him, which yeah, could have been yeah. the case. It's always, people always say it's more of a Freddy Krueger song. I get that. I always like the being used. The fact that they never got Michael Myers to, to die, like, ever since I was a kid, I'm having, like, reoccurring dreams that he is, you know, he, I'm his sister, he's after me. I like now that you don't even need to be his sister, he'll just kill uh, undiscriminately, you know what I mean? I, I kind of really dig the idea that, because I, I rewatched the first and I, I wrote, like, a load of notes on it, but I think it is the, probably the the scariest one just in regards to michael and everything like dr loomis and and the sheriff basically have the subplot where they're like his hype men where every time it cuts back to them it's like you know you know he's really evil <laughs> okay <laughs> no but like yeah. he's really evil it's like oh shit okay and then they did this thing that they don't really bring up as much i think they did it in the rob zombie ones that i wish they did bring up because it makes him less human michael eats a dog in the first movie what what is that 
dog. It's still warm. He got hungry. Why doesn't Michael eat any more dogs? You know what I mean? <laughs> bring that he back. He kills a dog. He, he kills he a dog every dogs. film, though. He loves killing dogs, but bring back him eating animals. I think that's very disturbing, and it's quite because it kind of shows that he's human in some sense. But it's like maybe they wanted to make it out that Michael doesn't eat. He doesn't need to eat. You know what I mean? Michael yeah. doesn't eat. Maybe he doesn't shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Doesn't sneeze. You know? He's definitely another entity. There's just so many little, little things I noticed again. Because people kind of very much say Michael has to be this way. And there's so many interpretations of Michael. Be it like yeah. the Thorn trilogy or the Rob Zombie, like Tyler Main, big giant Michael. But the first time we see Michael, he's got one of the best setups with like the stormy night where they go and pick him up. And, and again, Loomis is just hyping him up. He's just like, I want him to be on this medication. And he keeps calling him it, not him. It will be on this medication. It's like he won't be able to even stand up. He's like, oh, that's good. And then. He does all this ninja shit though when you see him first. He's not silent and he doesn't walk around. He dives on top of the car and he's like a fucking ninja. So It's such a funny scene. I only watched it on Sunday night and I, my friend, I showed my friend and she was wetting herself laughing as well. She was like, because it's like that, that, like, it was made in the late 70s, but it's like that 80s kind of synth. synth it's like sound. all that synthesizers. Yeah. yeah. But I love the hand cracking onto the window. I thought that was a really, but like a very good scare. But. It kind of made me have this theory that you know, like Michael's whole slow demeanor and his head tilts. He's very fast the first time you see him. You don't really have any context of him not wearing the mask. So I kind of had this idea of like when Michael puts on the mask, is he playing pretend? Because he has no affinity to that mask. He has no connection to it in the original. So when I kept getting brought back up throughout the series, it was kind of stupid that like when it was destroyed, he'd figure he'd find a way to get a new version of that mask. You know what I mean? Like in the fourth one, he gets a new version of his old mask. He has no connection to it. He doesn't care. He randomly picks that mask in the first movie because he just steals it from a shop. He doesn't, it has no, it has no importance like the Rob Zombie one or even the 2018 version. It has importance to him because they have it. And he's like, this is the last thing I wore when I got caught. So he'd wear it. But because he has no kind of affinity for it, when he puts the mask on and it's Halloween night, is he just pretending it's Halloween. like is he just playing Halloween because he puts the mask on and what are you going to do when you put on a mask you take these kind of slow steps and you try to scare people it's like he's pretending to be Frankenstein or something and if Michael wasn't wearing the mask and he was killing people on a different season would he be hopping around the place like some fucking ninja you know what I mean so it's like I was, mm. I was kind of curious like is he just doing this as like this weird fucked up kind of game in his head because he has no there's no brother and sister thing Michael just does stuff very randomly and there's a great scene in the, the movie when she's in school and the teacher's giving a quote about fate and that's the whole thing that fate brought them together so that made me kind of think is michael just doing this for the crack you know that kind of thing he's just doing it for fun you know so he's pretending yeah. to be slow and methodical and that kind of, like he's he's acting as a character yeah yeah it's it's very interesting actually i never thought of it like that i really didn't i didn't think of it the fact that he was very athletic in his, in the yeah. very beginning of the first film and then he's this very like straight and does not run just where did they get that kind of demeanor from like where did that come from i'm very interested in that i mean i don't think it holds weight past the first one but because it's this first kind of movie maybe i don't know i don't know if that was anyone's intention but i think it's an interesting thing to bring up you know yeah i think so too yeah i i liked I know you're saying the brother and sister thing. I like that too. And, and I was kind of had to get over it when they started the 2018 
version but when I heard this interview with Jamie Lee when I heard her give her theory about why she thinks Michael just picked uh, Laurie very randomly he fixated on a girl he saw walking down this street who was very different than his sister a girl who was singing innocent song I wish I had you all alone just the two of us he stood there and fell in love with her. And I, yeah. I really latched onto that theory. I love that. I think that's interesting for sure. Yeah, because it was she was the virgin. Yeah, and he just kind of went with her and was like, "Okay, I just I want I want I want to follow her." And and everyone kind of gets killed in her wake. See, this is the thing that I don't. It, it doesn't hold as much weight to it that because they're not brother and sister, the Laurie character gets kind of weakened. So in H two O everything was strengthened because she has like PTSD but like because okay I'm your brother I'm gonna go come and kill you because you're my sister everyone that Michael kills on his way there is is basically Laurie could take the blame for it she blames herself for it because he was looking for me yeah he never turns around and explains himself because he never talks in the original or in the 2018 one that he was like oh I want you I'm picking you and without that kind of explanation would she have she'd have PTSD but like I wish it was kind of explained that no he picked you he chose you he wants to kill you for some reason yeah yeah that yeah I, I completely get what you mean yeah it would make it that bit creepier if she knew that he was after her for no apparent reason just because he had seen her yeah and he had latched onto that idea of her like I think that's that is that is scary and I think they should have explained they that might, more. The they fact might that there's two yeah. of them coming out and I was so disappointed when the new one wasn't coming out this year like I it, know and then and then it's because like Blumhouse who I not even just saying this you know but I, I really like a lot of the stuff they've they've been releasing in the last while because they kind of released mm-hmm. their very much like their popcorn kind of movies just you know their hit or miss but it feels like they've really had now they've built up enough credits to dedicate the time to like really going for it so i think Candyman was going to come out in place of halloween like this october and i was like yeah. okay that's fine i really want to see the new Candyman. that got postponed as well so there was nothing there was nothing coming out so i have to wait even longer for both of them you know I know fucking Halloween's cancelled <laughs> yeah I just I feel like they should have established it a little bit better because I think it really draws you in a little bit more it would give her more weight I thought the Laurie character yeah. in the new one was good but and she was very cool uh, mm-hmm. I thought the I think for like they tried to make a lot of cool moments with Laurie and they were they kind of worked but I think the coolest kind of moment was given to Judy Greer when she does the fake out and she, she gets him with the rifles <laughs> I can't do it! I'm sorry, I can't do it! Gotcha. That, I remember seeing that in the cinema. Just like, oh, Same that here, that, that really got me as well. I, I, had complete, I had only seen it once in the cinema, um, which is surprising. I usually love going to see the like, films I love like three times in the cinema. But I saw that once, didn't watch it again until you had it on in that time in your house when I arrived and we watched the end of it and I completely forgot about that bit that she fake it that she does that fake out yeah it's so good it's just such a good and I I think she's really good in it and um, I just like her in general but um, I, I remember kind of being more outraged at the end of that movie because that bit was cool but I was like I wanted to see Michael get his head blown off or killed with an axe or something and then my mate was like 
no, but the sequels. And I was like, what What are you talking about? And he was like, oh, did you not know there was going to be sequels? And I was like, no, I thought this is the definitive ending. And he was like, no, they're Same. making sequels. And I was so pissed off because I was like, okay, it's going to be turned into another franchise and it's going to be shit all over again. Like, no, sorry, it's going to be another 11 movies. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then there's going to be another stupid fake out. I wanted a, a conclusive kind of ending like H2O. But when I found out that there's a trilogy, I was like, that's fair. But when they announced the trilogy... It, it came with negatives and, and positives like I'm, I'm looking forward that okay after the third one it will probably just end hopefully but we know going into the second one Michael's not gonna die so there's no kind of wait there the other characters I think are fair game you know what I mean like I could imagine them killing Laurie and stuff off yeah I am um, honestly like because I love the film so much I guess my first initial reaction was like yes they're making more ones it's never gonna end I love the fact that it's not gonna end in that way but because it makes me kind of sad to think because I remember when they had obviously number eight was resurrection, which was the shit new age fucking I, webcam stuff. I enjoyed it as ruined. a child. I remember renting it and enjoying it as a child just because it was an unseen Halloween movie. It was, was it was Michael yeah. Myers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I get that. Um, but then, so I was kind of sad. I was like, Oh, that's the end of it. Like, but then when they had number, what was it? 11 yeah well the 2018 one came out I was so excited to see that Jamie Lee Curtis came to Dublin to do like a whole question and answers in, yeah, in, the, in the Lighthouse Cinema yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis posted so much about it because that girl Sinead Burke she did like she was the one who was doing the question and answers with her and she had it all over her Instagram as well so it was kind of nice to be able to be involved in that sense but but you know that oh, would have been yeah. cool I mean I, I got to see it in a cool way as well and it's it sounds kind of stupid but like I got to see it with a group of friends. I genuinely love going to go see horror movies with a group of your friends when you can... Because none of my friends would be huge horror fans, either that they don't handle scary stuff well or they don't particularly like the genre. But when you can wrangle a bunch of them together to watch uh, a new one in the cinema, and Halloween especially, because they didn't care about the franchise. I think one of my mates made really made an effort and was like, all right, show me the first two before we go see it. And we did, and he enjoyed yeah. them. And we all went to go see that and just to get like a big crowd to go see it and they all got freaked out and I was happy to see Michael on the big screen and people getting freaked out by him, you know? Was that your first time seeing Michael Myers on the big screen? Yeah, I have this like uh, bingo kind of list of like seeing some of the classics on the big screen. So like back in 2005, I don't know how I did it. I got to see some of the George Romero zombies on the big screen when I was taken to go see Land of the Dead in the cinema. I got to see... um, chucky on the big screen in the remake it's not as good he's he's not played by brad Dourif, so it wasn't as good but it was still cool to see him and i got to see michael i still have to see freddy i still have to see jason and i have yet to see leatherface as well but i'll get them yeah they're bound to make sequels you know then we have halloween four five and six yeah so basically they lent the name of halloween three to season of the witch because they thought it would get more views it was that they wanted to make it an anthology so after halloween one they wanted to do halloween two something completely different and then halloween three would be something different and it would be basically an anthology series of films so halloween would just be a name you slap on it you know it's kind of like the best way to michael myers yeah. yeah the best way to describe it probably be american horror story how they kind of went back and they called it murder house you could probably say they could yeah. go back and call halloween one the michael, michael myers, myers something, something like that yeah. you know that kind of thing and um 
and so on. But they, they were forced to do a sequel with Michael. And then they started their anthology. And then because Michael didn't like, appear in Show it, it, it bombed. People were pissed. People were really fucking pissed off, yeah. Two right, yeah, two right. So then they were like, fuck, we're going to have to go make another one. I'm glad they listened and they made Halloween 4. And Halloween 4, I really enjoyed. I loved that whole like, I like it too. idea of Laurie Strode's child. They, Laurie Strode and the husband had died in a car crash and the child was left. I don't like that kind of thing that they've written it off that like, oh, she died in a car accident. It's yeah. gone. But Daniel Harris playing her daughter, Jamie, is a very good stand-in. Because as a little kid, her and Donald Pleasance carry that fucking... Those, well, she's not in the full trilogy, but they carry basically a lot of that trilogy. Yeah, they do. They, the two of them, they had such a great bond, though. Like, even when Donald Pleasance died, he gave her his trailer. But she she was great. I thought her, she was such a good child actor. Jesus Christ, like, so so good. She carries that fifth one. That's such a piece of shit. Uh, the sorry, fifth I, one? I don't mean to be bad, but, like, she really does carry yeah. that. It's unintentionally fucking hilarious as well. It's really bad. Now, I loved it when I was younger when I watched it because it was Michael Myers. It was Halloween. It was the vibes. I That's all I wanted. It was the vibes, Michael Myers. It's but now, very Halloween-y. It's very it Halloween-y, is. you know? All the yeah, decorations. Yeah, you do get that feeling off it. The fourth one and the fifth one nailed it, I think, with the Halloween aesthetic. With, like, the decorations. Yeah. The fourth one really nails it, though. That opening. Like, our whole Halloween promo for the series of podcasts was entirely based off that opening of Halloween 4. And I've heard other people talk about how much they love it. And it's it's so good. The yeah. cornfields and everything. Like, the pumpkin patches, you know. Yeah, just the, the ambience of it all. Of, like, the sounds that they have at the start. Like, the wind and everything. It's just, it's great. It really is. I love it. I wouldn't, Halloween 4 is definitely one of my favourites, for sure. Because of because of those vibes that they get they give off i think there's a lot there's a lot to like about the movie there's some stuff i like more than others but like the the relationship between jamie and her sister rachel it's so good you know what i mean i, I thought mm-hmm. the the sister relationship and i think daniel harris gives two-face in the dark night a run for his money at the amount of time she just screams rachel over and over again throughout those two movies rachel I just love this Donald Pleasance comes back and even though it's like bullshit that they both survived he I, I like that he has like like a revolver in the first movies and now he's up, upgraded to a, a semi-automatic pistol because he's not <laughs> fucking around with Michael anymore but when Michael first shows up he has all these bandages over his head and I actually quite like that look I thought that was kind of cool for him to look like that and I was like maybe they could have kept that for a little bit but he immediately puts on a, an exact replica of the mask he had it must be very popular in the the masks were so bad that they used in the 4th, 5th and 6th movie yeah. I, just re-watching it I was like did how did they get this so bad? Like, how did they do? They obviously had money now. They the mask in the first one when they had no money was so much better than the four fifty six. There was this whole thing I think with rights though because it was a William Shatner mask. Oh. I'm not entirely sure, but because it was like an altered William Shatner mask, that they couldn't use that kind of same type of mask, so they had to keep changing it. But I remember in H two O there's a sequence in it where he has a CGI mask. Like I hate how he looks in Resurrection as well. I hate how he looks in. Like in H2O, if you go back and watch the trailer, he has a different looking mask than he does in the actual final film. He looks quite good in that film though, but I hate how he looks in the fourth one. He looks really cheap. In the fifth one, he looks so weird. And in the sixth one, he looks so so funny. Like he's just so different looking. In the fifth one, there's 
I think it's about three shots. It's literally for two seconds. But he has an albino mask on. <laughs> Did you see that? He, the hair is white. Oh, I swear is that, to is God, that, look at him. The hair is white. The fourth one is where he goes blonde for a minute or something like that. I think it's, yeah, they go to yeah. like the school or something. Or maybe it's yeah, the fourth and, one. Yeah, yeah, they go to the school. Blonde. Yeah, it's maybe so it's the fourth funny. one. For literally three quick shots and then he's back to his normal hair. There is blonde versions of those masks though because remember uh, there's this such like my I remember just rehashing this with my mate the other day so I reminded him and he could not stop laughing. There's a sequence in the second movie where this, in the first movie they set up that Laurie likes this guy called Ben Tramer and in the second ben movie Tramer, yeah. yeah in the second movie there's he this kid up. Yeah <laughs> Stop Stop <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't stop. Is it him? <laughs> it's like if that Michael because he's dressed somehow he's dressed like him with the boiler suit and everything and they he walks into the road and a police officer drives straight into him they hit a van and he explodes and I was like yeah. he just walked out in front of me and add, add insult to injury it's Ben Tramer as well the guy that she liked and then there's a whole subplot that they have to look at his his body to get dental records and it's it's so funny it's like unintentionally hilarious so the fourth one's quite good it's quite yeah, enjoyable I, I like the fourth one I have the a lot of good one, moments you know fifth one is really yeah. bad really really bad fifth one yeah that whole subplot of the the thorn the cult stuff ugh cult of the thorn and, and the man in black and it was basically they were writing a script as they shot it and they didn't know how to finish it and they basically threw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what stuck and um it's just the whole movie is just bad overall like they have terrible characters in it and like they immediately make the rachel character the sister character really kind of sexualized like they, they're yeah. looking at a shower and it's just it's, and i i got it like i, I kind of took it as in the theory i'm giving the movie more credit than it deserves but i was like okay she's not going to be the final girl in this one so because she's not the final girl is that why we're getting to see her like change and have a shower but at the same time it didn't feel appropriate because she was such a enjoyable likable character she gets killed like five like fucking 10 15 minutes into the movie she was even pissed off about that though because she was a really likable character in the in the fourth one and she was like really down to earth and stuff and then they completely made her into a ditzy idiot in the fifth yeah. one and she even her the i can't remember the actress's name but she was like what the fuck is this is bullshit yeah it just even it didn't feel like it played to the rules of the slasher movies of like if you have sex you'll die it was just like we're watching like a fly on the wall of her just showering and changing and it's just like i don't this isn't good it just feels stupid and um it was just and then her ditzy kind of friend takes over and, and she's so tina terrible. tina is ter- a terrible guy but it leads to one of the most funny scenes in the whole series daniel harris's character jamie has these like sci- psychic links to, Psy- to yeah so she keeps having these episodes but her and a, and a kid with a stutter both are trying to say her psychic link of where Tina is and she's just repeating cookie woman and then <laughs> look at Donald Pleasance look at the actor you know the big renowned actor from The Great Escape is just cookie woman cookie woman cookie woman it's so funny 
It's one of the actually, funniest sequences in it. Uh, no, I was laughing at that one as well. And then they just show up straight away. And Tina's still in the car park of the, the gas station. That set up as that well. That was so the, bad. The boyfriend called Michael. Yeah, yeah, that was You bad. could have done that really without bad. calling the, the boyfriend's name Michael. So it's this whole joke. But like you could have done that without calling the boyfriend a completely different name. Exactly. It didn't make sense to have him called Michael. Because Michael Myers still would have responded even if she was like, oh, Joe, or whatever, you know? The fifth one also had a very explicit sex scene that didn't have any nudity. And I realized when I rewatched it. Which like, one? The, the, they have a sex in a barn. And all the characters oh, in it yeah. are idiots. They're all, they're all just dickheads and idiots. They keep scaring each other in really bad jump scares and fake out scares and they, they think it's funny to do a Michael Myers prank even though it's like you have on the such... cops and, and like the yeah. character Tina has such a point of connection to the Michael Myers murders you know what I mean and but she like, doesn't give a fuck and it pisses me off she doesn't care and then just they have sex in the barn and there's no nudity but it's really explicit because it goes on a long time and he's there and he's fumbling with the Johnny and everything it's just like wow you've really gone out of your way to be kind of quite explicit with this yet not showing any fucking nudity but you're going to show nudity on to Rachel in the shower in the opening scenes yeah. the final girl of the first movie like what the fuck you know but then then they obviously have that whole the man in black who kicks the dog and it just that's like the symbol that it's connected to Michael Myers because he's mean to dogs I thought that was funny yeah and then like he yeah. does the prison break with the machine gun oh, oh my, god. my god that was awful that was awful and then the sixth one Jamie is is older now. They, luckily, she's... they don't bring Daniel Harris back for this one. She said she wasn't doing it because they wouldn't fucking pay her properly. Too right. I didn't. I know that's so weird. I, I yeah, the, because she... the context of this movie is fucked up. From they, this movie's fucked in general. There's like a producer's cut. Usually, you don't get a producer's cut. You get a director's cut, and then there's a yeah. theatrical cut. And this is when the Weinstein's came into it, who are just fucking scumbag horrible people and the the series obviously went downhill because of their involvement you know too right yeah it was an awful movie unfortunately though paul rudd was in it and he's amazing i <laughs> so paul rudd i think i i love paul rudd i like i like my kind of first introduction to paul rudd was true like friends and the movie uh i love you man you slapping the bass man slap at that bass man i slap at that piazza Please don't do that. So I, I'm, yeah, really, same, same. I'm a really big fan of Paul Rudd, but th- he is so terrible in this movie that made me gain so much more respect for him that he's so terrible. You could understand completely that a guy would have this role where he has nothing to work with and his career just doesn't take off after this movie, that that's his one and done kind of thing. But the, that the fact that Paul Rudd could become Paul Rudd after this movie was released just shows yeah. how good of an actor he is because he gives immediately he's established to be a peeping Tom not even like the innocent kind of like oh I was looking through because he's spying through his camera at the main character undressing and it's not yeah. even like oh I accidentally caught a glimpse here she sees him and he just proper gives her like Manson lamps staring at her like yeah I'm looking at you it's just like okay this is our main this is the the, the love interest kind of character in a way it was yeah and the fact that she comes in and he's sitting in the bedroom with a with a child oh, with yeah. a baby so with in kid. his arms and then with, with her, her kid in yeah, the, the kid's son. bedroom so really weird. fucking weird unfortunately this is Donald Pleasance's last movie he died just before they wrapped and they dedicated to him and it's it's really disrespectful as well because 
I heard the Weinsteins they recut the movie and they cut a lot of his scenes because they thought it was boring and I was like you that whole dedication means nothing you know what I mean you're cutting him out and because this both cuts of the movie don't look good you know what I mean they're both kind of stupid looking and they're both very goofy with it gets proper into the cult and the his old doctor um god what was the doctor's name in it I can't even remember any like he's one of the passing characters in the first movie um turns out to be the man in black it's yeah and then there's a whole cult supporting michael and a voice that they all hear like kill for me like hurt i i actually don't even i'm lost for words i don't know how to talk about this movie it's just too they're relatives of the strodes because they are strodes i didn't even realize that until this time around yeah same here i didn't they didn't they didn't really establish that very very obviously and then the man in black is telling the child Kill for him, kill for him. Fucking weird. Any, any, kill for him. It's evil that they have to put into a new kid. So it's not only, so this whole thing that the Jamie character has a baby in it. She's played by a new actress and she's trying to run away. She gets killed within the first like 10 minutes. In the producer's cut, it's very much said that the baby is Michael's, that he raped her. Terrible fucking idea. In the theatrical cut, they were kind of leaning on that he was a, matrix science the the baby was he like a test tube baby or in a lab or so? i i haven't a fucking clue michael gets killed at the end of it by paul rudd with a lead pipe he bleeds green goo fucking insane and not in a good way it's shit like it's just nonsensical the editing is terrible yeah the the performance of michael myers is quite poor as well he gives little kind of jump little kind of skips when he walks, I, which I think is very I agree, funny. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think it would the perform like it's actually you have to really have it down to a teen. I think that's why they probably brought brought Nick Castle back a little bit for and like I know you said that he was probably only in a few shots, but I think that's why to really get the movement of Michael Myers right. Because it wasn't right in those films. Having Nick Castle there probably helped a lot, and I think the new guy is fantastic as him. He, he does seem like I mean, I know I had a problem with him not having hair, but he, he does, he feels like Michael again. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does exactly. The rigidness. When Michael's the only character coming back that you remember, like, I mean, I know Donald Pleasance is in it, but he's very tired in the movie and you can only, you can't, like, you can forgive him. They were meant to kill him off in the fifth one. And there's no Daniel Harris to carry the movie, you know what I mean? No, it's it's a very, it, it, it's a really whimpery kind of ending to that. It is, isn't it? And I, I definitely understand what you mean when you when you say about Donald Pleasance, like you could tell he was he was he done wasn't well it. he was done with it yeah. and like it was cool that he came back he seems like uh, I love him I think he's a fucking amazing actor I actually saw a movie with him recently I remember describing it to you and you were just like where the fuck do you find these movies it was called uh, Deathline yeah. where it's about a guy living in the English tube station going around eating people and he played oh, yeah I was so like good. what the fuck so good <laughs> Daniel Harris does come back for the Rob Zombie saga, which was for many, for almost 10 years, was the end of the Halloween franchise, which was very depressing, I imagine, to some people. What's yeah. your take on it? Oh, don't even get me started on the Rob Zombie films. I actually just really don't like them. I don't think there's any need for a lot of the stuff, a lot of the pornographic stuff in it. It just, they go That's too the right far. That's the right word like, for it, though. Pornographic it is, is the right word for it, I think. I'm all for, like, fucking sex and stuff in movies but i think it's it's weird it's in they do it in a weird way and i don't like it's gratuitous yeah Rewatching some of them there for this not the full movies but um 
The best way for me to describe the Rob Zombie ones, and I've never done it, and I don't mean to insult anyone who has done it, but I feel like they're the whole Rob Zombie ones are like doing crack. They're messy. Yep. They're bloody. Mm-hmm. They involve nudity most of the time. Yep. And they're confusing. And that's what I feel like doing crack would be like. And that's what I exactly. feel like these are. So that's I couldn't my, agree more. That's my kind of... And I, I'm saying that as a fan of them. I mean, I like the first one. And I'm a Rob Zombie fan. I like his music. I don't like his later movies. I love Devil's Rejects, though. And I love House of the Thousand Corpses. I like Devil's Rejects, but I think Rob Zombie... Why did he remake Halloween? He ruined it. He ruined it. I He was told to... Like, he was asked to remake it, and I get that. And I feel like he was told... He's got his blessing to make it his own. But at the same time, you cannot ignore a backlash when you're remaking something and you make it as so much within your style. Because everyone is a dickhead in that universe. Everyone is very vulgar. Immediately, yeah. they're like... I'm gonna jack off on your fucking tits, bitch. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, why is everyone such an asshole? Bitch, we'll have a good fucking time. I will. I hope she likes cripples. Bitch, I will crawl over there and I will skull fuck the shit out of you. Oh, I'll get the crutches for you. He made them really trailer trash and just really exactly vulgar and just not nice people, like such unlikable people. Yeah. And you don't feel really that sorry for them. And like, the fact that the mother kills herself and stuff like that, like it just made it really, it's very really nasty. grim. It's very really nasty. Yeah, it's particularly I hated dirty. that about it. I don't. I never bought as well. Um, the young Michael being the blonde. I, I, uh, this is another thing. And again, I'm saying this is a fan of Rob Zombie. So, you know, if there is anyone that likes them, don't don't give out to me. But his movies, and particularly the Halloween movies, have a smell of bo to them in the sense of like they've got the long hair everyone in the house yeah. long hair they all have that metal head bo smell to them you you can smell you it can from smell the smell the movie <laughs> that they have that like heavy metal bo but like he has this i think very bad habit of making every character in it look like him or look like a fan of his so every character has long hair like even all the characters like bob has the long metal hair and the met like the he looks like he's pulled from the 70s even though the future bits are in uh, 2007 but then like michael as a kid he's wearing like a kiss t-shirt and he's got the long yeah. blonde hair and no way do i believe the kid who plays michael he's also the french kid at hancock if you've ever seen that movie grew up to be the fucking 610 tyler main you know what i mean i do like tyler main's yeah. performance and he's very scary but um I, I just don't buy it and the second movie goes further into this the the fucking weirdness i do really enjoy the first remake because there's lots of elements i dig in it like i love the ho- the horror cameos like ken foray is in it danny treo is in it bill mosley like malcolm mcdowell plays loomis in it and i think he was the best choice to play him i think he killed it as as loomis in it and then i think daniel harris getting that role again coming back and it was very cool to see her come back as a who did she play again in it she plays annie and very gratuitously uh, though unfortunately yeah. yeah i yeah it's coming back to me now in the original annie just talks to her boyfriend paul and being like oh you know we're gonna meet up later and oh yeah we're gonna have sex and all this kind of stuff and yeah. it's done very subtly but in this one it's just this whole gratuitous scene where literally he's on top of her and it's just like are you gonna fuck me it's like oh i'm gonna fuck you so good it's just like oh, i don't need to see it like i don't need to see yeah. this and it's not i don't like I've heard a lot of people be like, it's so weird because, you know, we saw her as a kid. And I don't really care about that because it's like, 
Tanya Harris is a grown up now. She obviously signed off on it. It's her decision on what she wanted to do in the movie. But I get how some people find it weird. But I just find it like it was so unnecessary to have nudity in that sequence after just seeing like a full nude scene from the Linda character in this remake. And then. Sorry, let me just talk about some of the points I like before I go into a rant about it. I really enjoyed um, Brad Dourif. He play- he does the voice of Chucky as the sheriff in it because he spends the most of his time with Malcolm McDowell. And I'm a big fan of two of those actors because Malcolm McDowell is, is obviously Clockwork Orange. So to see them yeah. kind of go around together was quite cool. You you didn't see this movie probably in cinema. No, no, no. Jeez, I was only like 11 when I was in 2007. I actually remember seeing a picture of Michael in the remake in a magazine for like wrestling. And asking my cousins to go up to like, this is back in, I don't know when, but like going up to like a DVD shop, like an extra vision, asking for the remake of Halloween. And the guy turned around and was like, uh, yeah, that movie doesn't exist. And my cousin was like, well, I feel like an idiot now. Turns out it was being made. It was like pre-production stills and shit that I had just seen in a magazine. Oh, I was like, I am going to go right. rent this. Yeah, yeah, that's gas. I did that before with High School Musical. I thought the second one was out. <laughs> and like, I went everywhere trying to find it. And they were like, this isn't made. What exist. are you talking about? Yeah. 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 <laughs> For some reason, the director's cut is the only version released on dvd over here I, i'm pretty sure i think the versions on tv are the the cut version and i've never properly seen the theatrical cut version which sounds much better because yeah. i'm gonna talk about it and i think it should be addressed there's a completely unnecessary gratuitous scene where michael escapes where two of the prison guards bring a woman in the hospital into his room and rape her in front of him and that's how he escapes i fucking hate that there was no need for it in the in the theatrical version there's this bit where michael is getting transported again and he gets transported by a bunch of horror uh, icons so like uh, tom tolls is in it and uh, bill mosley and stuff like that and i was like okay i'll watch this this is cool never got to see that version got to see the really nasty fucking rape scene that's put in it for no reason that goes on far too fucking long that's particularly i mean every fucking rape scene is gonna be pretty gratuitous but this is it it's t- too much like really nasty really big trailer trash uh characters as well in it this is one of the reasons why i hate those two films i, I think it's lou temple Halloween's. it's the it's the country western singer from devil's rejects who is in yeah. it as well so he's i mean he's a very good actor i really like him but like it's just a very fucking unpleasant scene like i know? hate it i one of the reasons I was like fuck this i'm not watching it yeah. like i fucking hated it and like. it's quite early on in the movie too it's like 20 minutes like it, it's so it's like a half an hour of build up with the young Michael and then it goes into that and it's not a good like it's just stupid it's just unnecessary and then the gratuitousness kind of continues throughout the movie lots of just naked women getting killed and then at the end like like the movie ends pretty conclusively where she shoots Michael in the head and then there's a sequel to it where they never really establish how Michael survived he just is and it's hobo Michael goes full throttle Rob Zombie music video and Sherry Moon Zombie comes back on a white horse and it's really nonsensical and very much like a music video and I dig a lot of it like just watching it but as a Halloween movie it's terrible and there's more gratuitousness where characters swear one fucking day at a time you know what, if I hear that fucking phrase one more fucking time, I mean, she just fucking sits there in her fucking leather chair and judges me like she's fucking God. Laurie becomes a big metal head in it. I do like that they go to a Halloween party dressed as the characters from Rocky Horror Picture Show. 
that made up for a lot of it. That movie's big hot mess. I don't remember that bit at all because I was like, well, I probably didn't watch it. I yeah, like, no, this. you probably repressed that one too. Like that's Hobo Michael and yeah. he talks in it. Michael, for God in hell, die! And he just looks like Rob Zombie. He's got a huge big beard, and he—I don't think he wears the Michael mask that much. And then he has hallucinations of his mom on a white horse, and Doctor Loomis is a dickhead in it, and it's just fucking shite like and it was such yeah, a it's not again a whimper to the series so hopefully the next two will be really good because you gotta go it strong and just kill michael definitively don't bring him back let him be you know end well end on a high note and just end it you know can you give your favorite your like top three number one is inevitably going to be the 1978 halloween the very first one sure, yeah. because that's that's just how it is um it's the, the start of the whole Michael Myers saga. And then the second, my second favorite one is number four, because it really, it really gets those vibes of Halloween and it keeps, just keeps the mood going. It does. It does. And it keeps Michael Myers. He's very, he's back. He's very he's, Michael yeah, Myers. He's back that, in it, yeah. You know what I mean? It's cool to bring him back. I like, I like that. And then the third, my third favorite is the 2018 version because it's back to Laurie Strode and it links back to that stuff. I know there's a lot of changes and stuff in this in the plot, but the fact that they keep they keep the saga going and it replaces the Rob Zombie ones, I'm like, yeah, you're you're my favorite. What about you? Definitely the first one. There wouldn't be anything without it. I think the first one I, I'm gonna have to say H2O slash the twenty eighteen one, because the twenty eighteen one is not without its faults to me. And I feel like that and H2O are basically the same film in regards to okay we've waited another 20 years let's bring Laurie back and I love H2O for atmosphere and everything so I think I'm gonna cheat it and say both of them for different reasons yeah and then I think the fourth one as well though I think the fourth one would cap off my list because it has that thing of there is not an October that will go by without me watching that movie for atmosphere alone yeah just even watch the just even to watch the opening scene of that is just fantastic everyone should watch the opening scene of each Halloween film and just see all those vibes and why everyone loves it. I think even even the fifth and sixth one. Yeah, I'll get a cool title sequence, I think, out of almost all of them. And the font yeah. for all the movies is very cool. Watching the new one in cinema, the 2018 one, that opening was amazing. Not the bit in the asylum. That was stupid. And I didn't like it. But the bit when the pumpkin is rotten and it, it, it it's shot in reverse. So cool. Got, very, got me very hyped. But yeah, that's our our Halloween special podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to this and our opinions on what we think of the Halloween franchise. Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed that. You can follow 404 on Facebook. You can follow 404 on Instagram at 404 Films. You can follow me at Instagram at carlcal underscore director. I'll, I'll change that name eventually. And you can follow me on Instagram at the Silver Screen. Yeah, happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween, is, everybody. Enjoy your lockdown Halloween. Try to get as spooky as you can make it. I hope you have your Halloween decorations up. Because if you don't, if you, don't you will shitty. be haunted immediately. Yeah, Michael Myers is after you tonight. If you don't have your Halloween decorations <laughs> up. That's why he comes after the people who don't have the Halloween decorations up. Did you know that? <laughs>